0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, May 26th. New details about what Donald Trump was saying and doing on the 6th of January are coming to light as members of Congress that the January 6th committee wants to talk about continue to push back against those subpoenas. Remember that? That's the sound of rioters at the doors of the U.S. Capitol chanting, Hang Mike Pence on January 6th, 2021. This was right after then-President Trump said this to a crowd preceding the insurrection at the Stop the Steal rally. Mike Pence, I hope you're going to stand up for the good of our Constitution and for the good of our country. And if you're not, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Of course, Mike Pence did actually stand up for the Constitution, for the good of the country, but he defied Donald Trump's wishes in doing so, despite what you heard in the former president's plea there. What Donald Trump wanted was for Mike Pence to reject the Electoral College vote count that was taking place in Congress that day, that determined that Joe Biden had won the 2020 presidential election. Donald Trump didn't want his vice president to perform his ceremonial constitutional duty. He instead wanted him to actually upend and toss out legitimate electoral college results. And now we're learning that apparently on the 6th of January, Donald Trump had suggested to his former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, that he approved of those hang Mike Pence chants. That's what a former aide to Meadows, Cassidy Hutchinson, told the select committee looking into the January 6th insurrection. And that's according to two sources familiar with the matter. The sources also told CNN that Hutchinson testified that Trump complained about his then vice president being hustled to safety while Trump supporters breached the Capitol. A Trump spokesman said that, quote, vague leaks from the, quote, partisan committee is, quote, just an extension of the Democrat smear campaign that has been exposed time and time again for being fabricated and dishonest. The House Select Committee and an attorney for Meadows declined to comment on both matters. Hutchinson's lawyer did not respond to request for comment. You may recall earlier this month, the January 6th committee subpoenaed five lawmakers, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, and Congressman Mo Brooks, Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, and Andy Biggs. All of those Republican members of Congress have thus far not agreed to cooperate with the committee's subpoenas. Today, Congressman Perry and Congressman Biggs formally objected to the subpoenas for their testimony, and that's according to a source familiar with the matter. Why does the committee want to talk to Scott Perry? Because of his role that he might have played in helping Donald Trump undermine the 2020 election. Remember, text messages selectively provided by Mark Meadows to the committee show that Scott Perry was pushing to have the nation's top intelligence official investigate these baseless conspiracy theories about the election and work to replace the U.S. acting attorney general With an acolyte willing to do Donald Trump's bidding. So Scott Perry, according to those text messages, seemed involved in actually trying to remove the guardrails that were in place to avoid a complete and total steal of the election that Donald Trump was trying to execute. As for Congressman Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio, he too is pushing back on the subpoena issued to him by the committee. He's contesting the constitutionality of the request, and he gave a list of demands that he says the committee must meet in order for him to consider moving forward with any kind of cooperation with the subpoena. CNN has obtained a letter with Jim Jordan's requests. One, Jordan asked the committee to give him all materials they plan on using in questioning ahead of any deposition. Two, he wants all documents and testimony the committee has in its possession that reference him. And three, he's looking for an explanation of what legal authority the committee used in issuing a subpoena against it. In his letter, he wrote, quote, You have not explained the constitutional basis for the extraordinary claim that a congressional committee may compel the testimony of other members of Congress. A spokesperson for the committee declined to comment to CNN. So what do we know about why the committee would be interested in talking to Jordan? Well, call logs in possession of the committee show that he spoke to Donald Trump the morning of the insurrection. And text messages between Jordan and Meadows show that the congressman was outlining a legal theory that Pence had the authority to object to the certification of the 2020 election, an authority that Pence and his own legal team came to the conclusion he did not have. For Kevin McCarthy's part, he told reporters last Monday that he had not yet decided on how to respond to the January 6th committee's subpoena for his testimony. As of Tuesday, Congressman Mo Brooks says he hasn't even been served a subpoena as the date for the January 6th committee's deposition approaches. The committee said it wants Brooks to appear at a deposition on May 31st. The chairman of the House Select Committee, Congressman Benny Thompson, Democrat of Mississippi, told reporters that the committee's having difficulty subpoenaing Brooks. And that's not the first time Brooks has been hard to reach in terms of issuing a subpoena. Attorneys for the Democratic congressman from California, Eric Swalwell, said they had to hire a private investigator to serve Brooks with a subpoena. That was part of the lawsuit against Brooks for his alleged role in inciting the January 6th Capitol insurrection. That lawsuit got tossed out of court with a federal judge citing Mo Brooks's First Amendment rights. Despite all the stonewalling that we might be getting from these Republican members of Congress that the committee wants to speak to, we are learning more and more with each passing week and the public hearings haven't even begun yet. Remember, it won't be until the second week of June that the committee plans to start holding its high profile prime time and daytime public hearings. And that is going to redefine the American people's understanding of what occurred on January 6th. So be on the lookout for that in the weeks ahead.